You're listening to Habs Culture, a Montreal Canadiens podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Habs Culture and on Twitter at Habs underscore culture to stay on track with news and updates. Episode number eight of the Habs Culture podcast. My name is Mark Anthony Bertaggia. I'm alongside Justin Schwartz. And today we have a very, very special guest. We have Team Canada's starter at the World Juniors, Mr. Devin Levi. Devin, how's it going? What's up, guys? Good you? Yeah, we're good. We're doing great. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, we should have a quick question. Thanks, are, you, are you in Montreal right now? Yep. Yep, I'm home. Here? Good. So was there a quarantine process um, once you go to Northeastern? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so the quarantine process when I come back, it's probably been my like eighth time quarantining in the past three months. But wow. um, coming from the states, you uh, you have to quarantine uh, at home for two weeks. Um, if you if you fly in, you have to quarantine at this like hotel. So I, I ended up driving, so I didn't have to go to a hotel, so I could spend quarantine with my family. But yeah, I just got out like a few days ago, and it's good to be uh, free again. That's good, yeah. Could imagine. You getting outside at, at all? Yep, yep. Going on some walks with the boys. We were supposed to go on one. We'll go on one soon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so I had a quick question for you. Just because, you know, you know, making it to this stage is, is insane. And also knowing you for a while now and knowing, you know, kind of the effort and time that you've put into getting to where you are now. I just had some questions about some behind the scenes. Um, as a goalie, how do you can, take us through like a, a day in the life of Devin preparing for game day, you know, r- right before a big game? Is there any, I'm sure there's some particular things you do. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, my preparation starts the night before. It starts with an ice bath uh, with, with some stretching and sort of getting my mindset um, on the game sort of like visualize it, see uh, see myself making saves before I go to bed. And then in the morning, in the morning, it's kind of chill, talk to the boys, eat breakfast. I mean, this was at least there. It changes depending on what time the game's at, but the, the game is always at four um, mm-hmm. when when we we're at the, uh, at the uh, in, in the bubble. So uh, I'd eat breakfast with the boys in the morning, talk with them, chill out. We we do like uh we go to the rink in the morning do like some warm ups some morning activities, um you know just shoot the shit with the guys because it's important to have some of that in your day. For sure. Can't be all focused, but once 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 I get back to the hotel, take a nap, um, do some do some norm attack. I'm not sure if you know what that is, but it's those uh those pants that you put on. LeBron made them, and it's like air pressure to to drain your leg. Um, and then after the nap, it's it's game time. It's Three and a half hours before the game, the headphones go on and uh, don't talk to anyone, get dialed, get focused, um, do my pregame routine. And uh, pregame routine is always the same. Eat the same food before games also and uh, just to keep it consistent. And on ice warm-up, is it the same thing every game? Yep. I mean, the the team runs through uh, our, our warm-up, same five drills. And yeah, it's the same thing. And the, the on ice warm-ups are really fucking cool there. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but... Oh, don't worry about <laughs> yeah, it, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, quick question. So, how does it work once you get to the camp of the World Juniors, like trying out? How does the invites work? How did yeah, that happen? Yeah, so... 
Yeah, so the first camp that happened for the World Juniors was this summer. Um, it was a virtual camp, actually, on Zoom, and I didn't get invited to that. Um, so a few months later, uh, I ended up getting invited to the to the main camp, the actual physical camp. They swapped me in for uh, one of the goalies, which was it was pretty lucky, honestly, because I, I hadn't played a game since the virtual camp. So I don't know how they made that decision, but they did. And um, I'm lucky and I'm grateful that they did. But um, when I got that shot, I knew that it's my chance. Like I've been working for this and I was just been waiting yeah. for a break and I finally got my break. So I knew that going in, like I was excited and I didn't know I was going to make the team, but I, I, I felt like it was, it was almost meant to be. Um, crazy. It was too good to be true. And um, going in, I didn't know anyone. Uh, I, I've never met any of these guys and I had to quarantine uh, for two weeks because I came from the States. I came from Boston. So I quarantined with two other NCAA guys, Newhook and Holloway. Wow. Um, but other than that, I haven't seen any other team. So those two weeks were good. I got close with uh, those two guys. Um, those were the two guys I met there, the first two guys. And then after the two-week quarantine, super excited to, re- to meet the, the rest of the guys. And then the day we get out, the four of the guys on the team test positive for oh, wow. for Corona, so we all go back in quarantine for another two weeks. That's tough. Um, still haven't met any of the guys yet, and it's it's a month in. Um, I mean, I met two of them, but the rest of the guys I haven't met. But then once once we got out of quarantine, I got to meet everyone, and I, I still hadn't played, so I got to play my first two games after that month of quarantine. Um, and I knew that these were my only two games I'm getting, so I, I need to step up. I need to play well. I played really well. Um, I did what I had to do to get a spot on the field. There you go. And I, I have a quick question, follow-up to that. You mentioned that you didn't get invited to the uh, online camp, right? Correct? The uh, virtual camp, sorry. Yep. I mean, what's what's your mentality going from not getting invited there to finally being the starter and and flourishing in, in that environment? I mean, all I was going through in my head is just prove them wrong, prove, prove to them that I deserve to be there. And, you know, I like being an underdog seventh round draft pick playing against a bunch of first rounders so it was it was definitely motivating to want to prove myself for sure talking about first rounders is there like a a feeling you have when you walk into that team canada room and there's guys like kirby doc quinn byfield who either played in the nhl or were second overall pick is there like a feeling like wow this is it it was pretty cool it was it was really cool because i've never met these guys and i've heard a lot of big things about them and uh, going into that camp, I was pretty excited to get to know them and to meet these guys. Um, and yeah, it was, it was awesome to face their shots. I definitely got a lot better, um, in practice, uh, mm-hmm. taking the shots. And, uh, speaking of seventh rounder, you got drafted by the Florida Panthers last draft, correct? And, you yep. know, you're, you're making your way and you're training on a day in day out basis, Northeastern playing playing some good hockey, World Juniors playing some good hockey. My question is, is that once you get a shot at the NHL stage, whenever that may be, is there one player that you're excited to face in particular? Has that ever gone through your mind at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Trevor Zegers. Trevor Zegers. Oh, yeah. You want the revenge? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, that game was a big game. He, uh, he came up on top, and I mean, the, the whole team did, but especially him. You know, he was—he wasn't the face of the team, but he was—he uh, was the talker of the team. So, um, I'd like to uh, to get revenge on him for sure. Crazy, cool stuff.
is there a game plan going into a game like that? You know, for Zegris, Caulfield, to keep your eyes on those guys? Or just USH is such a dangerous team that you got to be alert the whole game? Yeah, I mean, for me, I treated every game the same, whether it was the first exhibition game or the finals. I was just going in, regardless of who I was playing. I was just trying to play my game. Obviously, I knew who the threats were. And honestly, every single guy on that team's a threat. Everyone can play. Um, but yeah, I know when their first two lines are out, those are, those are top two lines. And um, just being aware, just, um, you know, just understanding the game, understanding where they can score from. We watched a lot of video, pre-scout a lot. But when it's game time, I was just going and focusing on myself and focusing on the clock. Cool. Yeah, definitely. And I, I had a quick question. I mean, look, you're at this stage now and you're you're making some crazy strides in your game, but going back to junior hockey, I mean you're still I wouldn't is this called is this called junior hockey at this point? Is is world junior is it? Yeah. Okay, oh so yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's but, still junior hockey. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I guess my question is do you this is, you know, on the lighter side of things, do you have a a specific funny moment that you've experience that you know that like that marks your junior hockey career at all that takes a toll on that anything you can think of off the top of your head um it's a good question i mean there's definitely a lot of funny <laughs> stuff that goes that goes on in the locker room um sure. bunch of chirps you know just all the guys are amazing and there are a bunch of funny guys on on the world junior team for sure just everybody like, there's shit going on like all the time i i can't pull off anything on top of my head but there's i think there's a documentary actually coming out um like on like there's always a guy in the a camera guy in the locker room just videotaping all the stupid oh, no stupid stuff we say um <laughs> i don't know if he's going to be posting that but i know that they're posting like the behind the scenes thing um so you probably you probably That's get cool. your answer in there but other than that i can't think of anything it's just like you know it's those little <laughs> things that just happen you forget about there you go. And uh, after you be, you got drafted by Florida, was there a phone call or the first thing you did right after you heard your name? Yeah, um, I was on Zoom with, uh, with my parents, and uh, they were obviously freaking out. They took a video of the Zoom call. Um, so rewatching that was really cool. And first person I, I called was my goalie coach. Um, he's been, Marco Raimondo, he's been through it with me, like, for a while now and this has been like a dream of both of ours and I called him and first thing I said was we did it we did it and uh he was happy I was happy it was probably at that time it was the best day of my life for sure wow um so going forward your season at Northeastern is now completed if I'm not mistaken correct yep so do you have I, I don't know if you're allowed to reveal any of this information but do you have a plan going forward? Are you going to be at Northeastern next season? And, or do you have other plans? I don't, I don't know if this is information that's allowed to be said here, but yeah, no, yeah. I'm going back to Northeastern. Um, I didn't get to play this year because of my injury. Um, so I definitely, definitely am going back to get some college experience. Um, I'll hopefully I'll be ready. I'll definitely be ready to go actually by, by the start of the season, but, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going back. And let's talk about that for a second. The uh, the rib injury you suffered that during the tournament itself, correct? Yep. Wow. And you played through it. Yeah, it happened uh, during the. It was the first game of the tournament. It was a stress fracture. So the first game, I tweaked it, and I was like, "Ooh, there's something wrong there." And every game, I just felt like 
but more and more stress in the area and then by uh by the end of the tournament actually it, i don't think it fully broke by the end of the tournament by the time i got back to northeastern i was actually getting ready to play my first game um my first college game and i felt i felt this pain in my in my back i was like holy shit how am i gonna play through this and i was like i gotta do it like the boys the boys are excited they need me back and um i want to start my my college career and that uh, i was like like an hour before the game i'm warming up and i turned and then I just felt the whole rib snap. I was like, holy shit. I felt like I got stabbed and I went to a physio room and then, yeah, wow. that, that, yeah, that was, that was, that's shady, unfortunate. Yeah. Do you have any expectations at Northeastern going in or you just play your game and see what happens? I mean, we're, we have a good team. We could definitely do a lot of mm-hmm. damage. Um, we're, we're older than this year, um, more experienced, um, we have a good leadership group, not that we didn't have last year, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing what we could do. I know we could do some damage, um, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to play college hockey. You know, it's good hockey, and um, I expect I expect uh, myself to play well and uh, help the team win. I'm just going to try to do uh, whatever I can to, to hopefully be playing hockey in, in, uh, in March at the Frozen Four. And talking about the leadership group, have you met guys like Jordan Harris, Habs prospect, who's now named captain of that team? He's my boy. I love that guy. Um, he's such a beauty. Great <laughs> player. Great person. Um, he's he's going to be a, a, a good NHL player. I think. It's good Maybe. to hear for us. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You have anything, other questions you want to ask? Um, just a, another one, because we heard tsn say a bunch of things right um there was word that you spoke to roberto luongo who works for the florida panthers now um after you yeah, were drafted so, is that true yeah so that's the first phone call i got um after the draft i phone called my, wow. my I, I called my goalie coach and then right after he called me um i actually missed this call because i didn't <laughs> uh, like there was so much stuff going on and then i got a I got a call from uh, so the goalie coach, there, there's a few goalie coaches working with the Florida Panthers. One of them I, I used to work with in Florida. I used to like go to this like goalie camp and he was, he was the coach of the goalie camp. So he called me, he's like, congratulations, by the way, you just declined a hockey hall of famers call. I was like, what? <laughs> Who? He's like, <laughs> Boago just tried to call you. No way. I was like, oh shit, that was him. So then I called him back and then uh, he, he didn't care. He's such a good guy. He, he has no sense of ego. He's like talking to Luongo. Felt like I was talking to like a friend. Yeah. He, oh, uh, nice. he's, he's a super nice guy. And I, I felt so comfortable with him. I told him that um, I asked him if he remembered, like he obviously didn't remember this, but 10 years ago, um, I actually saw him, I actually saw him with our friend Bloom, um, <laughs> at, uh, at like this, this, I think it was like in a, a rink in Montreal and I, uh, I went to shake his hand and he gave me like two fingers cause his hand was so much bigger than mine and I just shook, <laughs> shook his two fingers. So I asked him if he remember that. He said, no, obviously not, but it was, it was pretty funny. He started laughing. It's a cool experience. And, and if I'm not mistaken, yeah. now he was named the GM of team Canada. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or he's yeah, about to be. 2022. Yeah, 2022. Yeah. I don't think it's the World Junior Team. It's is it U18? Yeah, yeah, it's the World the World Cup. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He yeah. has a great he's had a great career. That's no doubt in my mind. And yeah, they, he's sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Yeah, he's he's unreal. I'm, I'm super excited to hopefully be able to work with him in the future. And do you work with him frequently? Like, I guess you haven't yet, but is that is that something that, you know, for you could happen, like working with him on a day-in, day-out basis? Yeah, I mean, for sure. If I'm, if I'm on the team uh, one day, then uh, I'll, I'll for sure be working with him and the rest of the goalie team. I actually... I'm working with his brother this summer, oh, no. um, Leo Luongo. He's also a goalie coach, um, and they, they, he's like part of the goalie team in Florida. So he 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 comes to Montreal a lot. So he's gonna be working with uh, me and my goalie coach, which is pretty cool. And was there word about like, are you able to go to a training camp even if you don't have your entry level contract? Yep. Just to get a uh, not a training camp, but a dev camp. Yeah, a dev um, camp. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm able to go. Hopefully, there is one. Uh, we'll see what happens with uh, with COVID and all that. Um, but yeah, that'd be awesome. That's and a cool experience. maybe at that camp or at a further camp in the future, is there one guy on the current Panthers roster that you want to get a shot from? Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to try to shut down their top guys like Barkov <laughs> and Huberto on them. But um, I mean, everyone on that team's uh, they're they're all good players, but. Um, being able to, to to stop some elite level pro shots would, yeah. would be super fun. That's crazy. Do you have anything I, else? I mean, you but you you faced that type of competition before, right? Like at the Civic Center, whether it was yeah. Patrietti, who else would be there? There were was there it was Kalorn? Patrietti, Brian was there. Kalorn, yeah. Um, Matheson, um, who else is there? Uh, there's a few other guys. Byron was there. Um, Vorchak. That's cool, uh, and they all just come. Guys like that, yeah, it was pretty just, cool. Sorry. It was, I, I, it was actually unreal to, to to take the shots at such a young level. At such and you a were young still age. a midget at that time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like I, I take shots from them after after my practice with my team, and then these guys have rockets, right? And then going into the next practice, the next day, it felt like I was playing like pee wee hockey, like compared <laughs> to their crazy. shots. So it was pretty cool. And about midget, just a quick question. You did break the shutout record in midget AAA history, yeah. right? I believe yeah. so. Wow. Okay. It was Corey it Crawford's. It was Corey Crawford's. Right? So, yeah. so that, I tied that one. I tied with oh. Crawford for five oh. in, a, in a season. And then there was also like a, a eight in, in a career that I broke. Wow. But I mean, yeah, it's like they're, they're just records. Right? Like they don't really mean much. It was more like mm-hmm. winning, uh, winning games and, you know, going for long playoff runs that that that, that was meaningful midget. Definitely. And I guess I have one other question. Yeah. Um do you do you ever get the chance to cuz you know whether you're watching TSN Habs game doesn't really matter what you're watching but hockey analysts are everywhere and whether it's Craig Button or I mean Elliot Friesen is more of an NHL guy but mm-hmm. you know these guys are all over the place. Do you ever get a chance to speak to these guys or do they ever have any questions for you? Yeah, yeah. They in the bubble they always came up to us. Um Craig Button we call Butsy. Um he, he loved our <laughs> team. He always wanted to talk to us. Um and yeah, that, that was pretty funny. And just like a bunch of a bunch of like reporters would always be like in the locker room just interviewing guys. So it was pretty cool. It was a really cool experience. That's great. All right. Well, I don't think I have do you have another one? I don't really have any more questions. I think I'm good. Crazy, crazy experience and just yeah. Crazy just, story. Everyone was rooting for you over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just—it was surreal. I, I could imagine on your side how surreal it was, but over here it was surreal. It was yeah, it was surreal. But honestly, inside the bubble, it just felt like I was playing hockey. Like I knew—I didn't know that many people were watching. Actually, I think like 
it ended up being like 105 like million people watching i don't know i thought wow. i didn't think it was that many people but that's um, nuts it was it, it was pretty cool though like representing your country you don't get to do that every day so i just enjoyed it it was a good time you definitely made a name for yourself mm-hmm. and speaking of yeah. making a name for yourself i mean i noticed that on on instagram you're verified now how does i mean that's a more of a social question but just out of curiosity like what does that take a toll on you at all yeah i mean i went into this tournament with like two thousand followers um and then i deleted all my social media so i i didn't talk to anyone i was just focused on on my game and then i get all, all the boys are like yo yo dev go get instagram back i was like what and then they're like just go get it and then i i i open my that's instagram hilarious. i check they're like 60 15 thousand followers there how the whole that's pretty cool but that's yeah it, it, it's pretty it's cool but like it doesn't really mean it. it's instagram right yeah for sure for sure are you eligible for next year's world juniors no i uh next year's only l2s i'm an mm-hmm. l1 I'm, I'm actually born december 27th so i missed oh. it by four days um but i'm just i'm just wow. grateful i got to go that's tough. yeah mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. for sure Definitely. All right. Well, I think we thank you for your time. It was really fun talking to you. Um, and look, we wish you the best of luck going forward at Northeastern and in the future. And yeah, thanks again. Thanks a lot, yeah, Dev. Sure. Appreciate thanks it. For having me. See you guys soon. All right, take care. I'll talk to you soon. Take you care. too. Bye.